Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smokey Cuban. Isaac, would you still take Harrison Barnes over Bradley Beal? Absolutely. I feel like I'm a marshmallow on top of a fire right now, just getting roasted. But I'm glad, you st- st- I'm glad I you're sticking have- with it. I still stand by. I mean, Bradley had one good season. I mean, he just got out of the hospital for like three years, and he has one good season, and everybody's like, oh, hell, Bradley Bill. Like, he's some greatness. Like, I just don't get it. I mean, he averaged, what, a 23 game or something? Harrison Barnes is a better defender. He rebounds better. Well, so, Bradley Bill's bigger. the better. What? I said, well, he's bigger. That's why he rebounds better. Yeah. Of course. I mean, they. Of course. I mean, it is Russell Westbrook like rebounds better saying. than Roy Hibbert, so. <laughs> Very true. But, I mean, Bradley's a, a two-guard, and Barnes is a 3-4. So, it is kind of different little positions a little bit. But, I don't know. I mean, Bradley's been more of a feature role in his in his offense, too. We know HB came out of Golden State, and he has one season in Dallas. But, I don't know. I just I like it. I think that, I think that Barnes' defense – is better makes up for the difference between Barnes's offense and Bill's offense, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And for me, everybody was saying because of injury with, with this kind of stuff with exercises like this, I try to I try to leave injury out of it. Now, if it's a guy like like Chandler Parsons, you know, it's kind of hard to leave that out. You know, like it's just it's always going to be yeah. there. But and I guess Bradley Beal would fall into that category too. But he recently just played like a really good season, so I. I try not to put that in there, you know, try not to put a lot of stock in it. Obviously, Greg Oden, like I'm not going <laughs> to pick Greg Oden if we had to pick. But if we're like, yeah. if we redrafted that draft, we went back, I'd probably pick Greg Oden still pretty high because he was really good. But, yeah. Yeah, so, so that's so, true. I, like but that. I, I think I would still take Bradley Beal. But if we're going to go like longevity, if I'm like building a team, then I would have to take injury into consideration a little at least, you know. Yeah, and that and like, what are you? What do you need? Do you need a? Do you need a two guard if you're like doing a draft? Do you need a two guard or do you need a guy that can play the three and four? And Barnes is just showing he's a better defender than Bradley Bill, uh, but Bradley can obviously score more ways. But some of the people, it's like, I had a I had a buddy at my house a little bit ago, and he's a big NBA fan, and he's like, we disagree on a lot of different things basketball wise and he said you know what i just checked my twitter a little bit ago and i seen you just getting hounded by this barnes bill bill take you know i don't really disagree with you that much and i'm not even a mavericks fan and i'm like thank you bro like i really appreciate that (laughs) but no just some people's like no way there's no way on earth one guy tweeted at me and said you know there's no category or something i would take you know barnes over bill i'm like really defensively you wouldn't take barnes over bill but 
Okay. Anyway, I stand by it. But I do want to give our Twitter followers a shout out too that have been suggesting suggesting topics. Yeah. Of we're into that. <laughs> one guy, uh, one guy that suggested uh, somebody wants us to do our top twenty all time. Yeah. I'm just gonna give you a heads up. Yeah, we're in the same boat on if, this. If I am getting roasted on HB over Bill, <laughs> different. Okay. Y'all, y'all really gonna come after me with because. I am a nerd when it comes to all-time stuff. I grew up watching more old-school tapes than like what basketball was going on at that time because my dad was a just a super NBA guy growing up. I've said before, Dr. J, Moses Malone, all those guys. So like, I have watched a ton of old Boston, old Lakers, even like Denver days of like Adrian Dantley and Alex English, and I mean, I could pull off some like random like nerdy crap from back in the days. So, in return, I do have some different takes that, you know, that might throw some people off. Um, but, yeah, I would really get people coming after me a lot. And what you were alluding to a little bit ago, I, I, I don't like to do a list a ton. Maybe we could do generations or, like, decade teams. Right. Um, something like that. Because comparing some of these, you know, eras, you know, some people think the 90s is trash. <laughs> which I think they're full of crap. You um, should look, go back and look at the team Allen Iverson drugged to the play to, to the finals. That's what you should go back and look at. Yeah, I mean, even like look at LeBron's team. I mean, they took for the Cleveland. I mean, I give him mad props for taking that trash Cleveland team to the finals and yeah. getting swept and, lo- they, and losing. The the, t- uh, the tens are a good are a really good era right now. <laughs> the tens, the teens, whatever you want to call them, we're in a really good era of basketball right now. Yeah, I mean it's a it's it's different. It's obviously a faster paced era. I mean, maybe we can do a pod sometime just talking about the different eras and the differences because there I'm I'm not in the camp that says some of these old teams couldn't compete at all yeah. in today's game. I'm not in that camp. I mean, I've talked about Wilt before, but I I could I could do a solo pod on Wilt on some other platform for an hour. And might have you convinced at the end that Wilt's a top three player of all time. To me, he is. And possibly top two. But some people really get uh, get uptight about all of that. But the dude averaged fifty points in a, in a season. Yeah, and the, the, the myth that oh he didn't play against anybody, that's just so stupid. Also they but. didn't track blocks back then. <laughs> <laughs> they would have I think him and and they didn't track rebounds for a while either like I think him and Russell would average a triple double with blocks yeah and there's just a there's a ton of stuff like that but uh, there's obviously some people that uh, some players that I'm higher on just like with anybody I mean anybody who does all-time list there are people that they have higher on list there's some people that a lot of people have in their top 10 that I have lower a little bit and I think it'd be interesting to see maybe where we would put Dirk uh, on a list like that. Number and... one. <laughs> Number one. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm comfortable. I, I I say he's in my top 20, and not a lot of people put him in the top 20. Um, I don't know if Dirk's in my, my top 10. I've said that before, but I'd say 10 to 20, and I'll just leave that at that and not just talk about, like, names I'd put over him. But still, it's just crazy that, I mean, Dirk's one of the – explaining to my wife like my wife understands basketball she understands 
the magnitude of who Dirk is and different stuff. But like even this past year, explaining to her when I come home, like how big the 30k night was and yeah. how telling her how telling her like like he's one of the greatest players to ever play the game and <laughs> like even saying like yeah. top 20 it's not a disrespect like between saying he's not top 10 like there's been 20 humans on this earth that's played in the highest level of basketball that i would put him in the same category as and just understanding that magnitude of explaining it to to her and her saying you know like that's just like crazy to comprehend that and you know she she you know she's brazilian so like she i, I try to compare it to like soccer stuff too and she's a soccer fan but she's not like diehard soccer but like you know obviously you know Pelé means a ton you know down in Brazil I mean he's like Jesus down there <laughs> and I'm like Dirk Dirk's not like Pelé but like it, it's like that type of magnitude of like legend status yeah you know except the NBA you know it just has a lot more of them but yeah, we appreciate the Twitter people that reaches out. We have some crazy fans. Like, we did our redraft of the 2012 draft, and we have a bro out there. Shout out to you. You went out there and put both of our teams yeah. on NBA 2K. Yeah, that was <laughs> and sweet. And sent us a screenshot of it, and that was awesome. That, like, made my day. And so, yeah, Nick said if we had 2K, we would play. And <clears throat> we would. would. We definitely would. I'm, I'm losing in that category. I haven't had a game no, system. I haven't had a game but, system uh, since GameCube. I got two controllers, so you just gotta come over. We play it. Ooh, uh, Hayden we'll make- Tucker. Shout out to at Hayden Tucker fourteen for doing the uh, the two K with the rosters. Also, he had to add, uh, he had to add a thirteenth player. Did you see that? Is that AJ Hammonds? Yeah, he added AJ Hammonds to my team, and he added KJ McDaniel's to your team. Well, I think what he did was he just took Brooklyn and Dallas's rosters and like traded people back and forth. So Hammonds was just left on the, the team and McDaniel's from Brooklyn. But still, it's just funny that Hammonds was on that list. I'm like, what is he doing? Also, that it was like the player that was was highlighted when he sent it over. So that was the player that was sitting yeah. there. So I was, at first, I looked at it and I was like, that's AJ Hammonds. Why is AJ Hammonds on there? It's like, did Nick draft him? Yeah, <laughs> I don't How remember. How old was Hammonds in 2012? Hammonds probably could have gotten drafted. He was 24 when he got drafted. That's true. In two, so he got drafted in 2016. He was 24. So just subtract four years, he would have been 20. Hammonds could have been drafted easily. Dennis is 19 right now. Dang. Dang, dang. It's crazy. Dang. Not Luau Ding. And not Ding. <laughs> ding. We stopped talking about Ding a while ago. Yeah, remember when uh, that whole training camp for Ding was a thing? Still a thing. Still going to happen. Think of right. the past. All right, so we also want to remind you guys, I actually got to go to 105.3 The Fan and talk to uh, Jeff Skin Wade today, and it was a really good conversation. So we're going to we're gonna be adding that to um, the, uh, the finals recollection week. <laughs> the finals. Just tell me this, Nick. Yeah. Did you talk about any of the partying? Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. He did. Skin's got some awesome stories. He's got some awesome stories. He shared them with me. It was really fun. Uh, And also, it's just some personal news, by the way. I did not win the fan phenom. I came very close. Um, But I will share to you. I will share share with you guys the reason I was not picked. My good friend Josh Dack got picked. So shout out to him. Josh Dack, very deserving. He's a really awesome story with 105.3. His dad died last year. 
and his dad loved 105.3. Like, that was his favorite station. He would listen to it every day. And uh, so he would listen to it with his dad. And so, man, like, I called him, and he was crying on the phone. And, like, if if I was to lose to anybody, you know, like, <laughs> one of my best friends in life that has that story, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm totally fine. And uh, That's true. Yeah, I just got to work on my Rangers knowledge. So anybody out there that knows Rangers, tweet me some Rangers stuff, and we'll we'll try to talk. I got to up my game. Well, uh, that friend is not going to be me because <laughs> I do. No, I can tell. I could care less about baseball. Go Rangers. Um, if they're in the World Series, that would be awesome. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> is Prince Fielder on the team anymore? No, Prince Fielder was. Uh, he's retired, isn't he? He was retired. He was like physically, he's physically in, unable to play. And so. Uh, he is like really? is still, that like is that the new like official term for being like fat? He's still no, he had like a health condition. Um he's still he's still uh. technically on the team. He like is like this weird like player coach kind of role. Um oh. but I haven't I haven't seen him in a while. So I don't know if he's still like in the dugout. I know he was last year, but he, his contract is still another I think it's this year and then two more years after that, I believe. So I'm I'm definitely uh. wrong on one of those things that I just said, but a source told me that he's the guy that walks down popcorn, popcorn. Stop. Anybody want popcorn? Stop. That's terrible. That's, <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrible. He has health issues, man. He was, his dream was his dream was crushed and ended because he couldn't play anymore. I like Prince Philip. All right. So what we're doing today, and by the way, we I brought up the, the finals the finals week next week because we want you guys to keep bringing in your iTunes reviews. Go to iTunes. Go to our page. Give us five stars. And uh, we will read all of the comments if you say your favorite moment from the 2011 finals. So give us your favorite moment. Maybe it's something right. after. Maybe it's like watching something. Give us your favorite, and we will read them all on the pod. I got a question for you, Nick. Go for what it. What about our day ones that's already left five stars and have, have already did that? They can't do it again, but we want to keep them involved. You can, can do it. Make involved? a different iTunes account. How how committed to this how committed to this cause are you? That's what I want to know. That's awesome. No, no, you can uh let's say we'll do a special Twitter day. One of the days on Twitter, maybe the the seventh show, instead of a guest or something, we'll do uh we'll just do all the Twitter favorite moments. We need to do a mailbag again sometime soon too. There's just yeah, there just hasn't been anything happening. As soon as something happens, because <laughs> you know what's gonna happen, we're gonna do a mailbag. And no, shout, don't stop. Shout out to our guy Jack Britton, but uh, he uh, he asked me about Nerlens Noel yesterday, and I just quote tweeted him. I said, "Man, I was having a good day today," <laughs> because there's just nothing to report. You know, like people are like, "When's the last day he can sign?" I'm like, "Let's not talk about that till September." Like, you know, like, first, first tweet at us. When do you think Nerlens is going to sign? Exactly. Really? That, that's what's going to happen, and I'm I'm not here to answer all the Nerlens questions with the same exact answer. So somebody could put a montage of of audio clips of me saying like two months ago you know what nick i have a feeling tomorrow's the day tomorrow's the day nerland's decided <laughs> like they could have like 10 of those clips of me saying i have the feeling and it's all wrong you could say you're hooked on a feeling <laughs> <laughs> all right so what we are doing today by the way since we're already 15 minutes into the podcast and haven't gotten to our actual topic is uh Dennis Smith Jr. did a Twitter Q&A today, and since we love, we love Twitter, we love the platform of Twitter, we decided to go through this, and we're going to give you all of his, he'll give you answers to some of his, his big questions, and then uh, we're going to answer them as well from, from our standpoint. 
So uh, the first one off the bat that I will give you, which is kind of a surprising one to some people, uh, wow. favorite Dragon Ball Z character <laughs> for Dennis Smith Jr., Dennis Smith Jr.'s answer was tough one, either Vegeta or Trunks. Now, Isaac, who is wait, your favorite? Wait, you Vegeta? Vegeta. Oh, I just want to clarify that. Stop. Who is your favorite? It's funny that it's Trunks, too. Like, <laughs> Put them together. <laughs> Who's your favorite Dragon Ball Z character? No, Actually, not, I mean, let's. Let me, I, I know that you've never watched it. We talked about this before. Can you name? No, no. no I was just just let, let me take this. Let me take this. <laughs> Trunks. Trunks has always been one of my favorites. I mean, when I was small, I would try to pick out my favorite characters, and Trunks was always my favorite because of his hair, because it was always spiky, and his move that he did against the like the other people on the show that just like brought me in as a kid. So Trunks has always been a favorite. I have a couple, you know couple shirts with trunks on it. i got a couple posters on my wall and yeah trunks has always been one of my favorite characters and still is to this day <laughs> can you name another dragon ball z character besides vegeta or trunks no i don't i've never watched dragon ball z in my life i have no clue who trunks is or vegeta or whoever these people are i don't get to infatuation with like did you play you played Pokemon probably, didn't you? Oh yeah, way too much. It fried my brain. Yeah, like I, I played Pokemon like with uh, on my little Game Boy. That was cool. Not Pokemon Go. Not weird like that. Oh, okay, I can't say weird like that. I have some friends that played that. Yeah, I know, I know people that still play that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um but no, I've never played Pokemon Z or Pokemon Z. Wow. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Shout out to Bobby though. Bobby Corolla. Our boy Bobby, he loves Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, also... And I love that he tweeted. We were right beside him when he took that West picture. I took one of the pictures sock. as well, and I posted it on the Mass Fanatic Instagram. Nice. That was a great picture with uh, West Matthews' Dragon Ball Z socks. That he It was uh, Goku on his socks, I think. That's the only Dra- Dragon Ball Z character I can name besides those. I didn't okay. watch it either as a kid. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions! More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. All right, next one. Favorite TV show. And Dennis Smith Jr. responded... Martin for Life, LOL. I've never watched that show. Have you? Yeah, I've watched uh, some episodes. I love Martin Lawrence, though. Oh, yeah. I think I thought he was a, a really... I guess he still is. I just hadn't seen him in anything in a while. Yeah, I've never watched that. But favorite TV show for you? What's your favorite TV show? Really? Do you even have to ask this right now? <laughs> Does it come on on Sundays? <laughs> it comes on Sundays. Uh, no, Game of Thrones, it's you know the greatest show ever to me. Uh, but I will say that's an obvious one. I've said that before. There's a couple. I'm a huge 24 fan. Oh, that's kind of old Jack school. Bauer. Yeah, um, it's one of the, that's like one of the only TV shows I own all the seasons to. Didn't they is, bring it back with the guy that played uh, Dr. Dre and Straight Outta Compton? Yeah, I, it wasn't that bad. I was kind of scared, but it wasn't that bad. I liked all the Prison Breaks, but I haven't seen the new oh, one. My friend Josh Stack loves Prison Break and brings it up too much. Yeah, solid, solid show. But I also watch some other shows. I watch Scandal. I like Scandal. I watch that with my wife. Um, 
Watch The Bachelor. Watch okay, the no, bachelor. no, no. You get one bachelor. show. You just named like eight shows. So, all right. Okay. Favorite TV show, me. Friday Night Lights. Oh, that's solid. Yeah. I love that one. show so much. I think like every September, October, I'll start it again. And I'll just like see how far I get. Usually I only get to like season two or three because I get too busy. But I just start it again because it just feels like football season. And, you know, like it's, yeah. it's good. It's great. Texas, I feel Texas like it's, forever. It would almost... Yeah, it would almost be like a requirement if you live in Texas. Yeah, definitely. Also, like when I started it, I was in I was in East Texas, and I know it's set in West Texas, but it just felt like it yeah. because there was you know, it's like farm country, and then there's like random football stadiums which are the same. It's not as big as West Texas football, but whew, man, they care about. I actually went to I actually went to that high school. I visited that high school. Have you? My dad and I went on a road trip a couple two years ago, and went to New Mexico. And made this huge circle. But anyway, we actually went out of our way some to to where I could go. I think it's in Odessa. Yeah, I think that's anyway. that sounds close. And we went to the high school and it was like it was one of those things where it was like super built up and I was like, Oh man, it's gonna be so awesome to the high school and we pull in the parking lot. I'm like, Okay. That's Yeah, that's right. It. It's just a high school. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Take a picture of it and said, All right, let's go. The Dylan Panthers. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Yes. You almost forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> I almost did. I haven't seen that show in a while. I also wait. Since, hold up, real quick. Do you, you like that movie? Nah, no, not as much. Okay, yeah, I like the show better too. Yeah, just the like. I saw the show. And it's probably whichever one you saw first, but it's weird that different, like the same characters are played by different people. Yeah, it's so weird. Like I like I like the Coach Taylor from the from the show better than Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, and uh, Connie Britton, his wife, Mrs. Oh. Taylor. Uh uh-uh. uh. Let's go. You can come be our coach. She can be the coach get of the it. pod. <laughs> also, Taylor. also Tim Riggins. I feel like we have a connection somehow. Solid Tim Riggins. I didn't like Street though. No, Street was great. He was he was okay, and I liked Riggins. But Riggins, you kind of like went against bro code, man. You hooked up with um, Minka Kelly. What I forgot her name on the show. But who wouldn't, man? <laughs> you know, you know who would. You know who would and did. Don't say Dennis Smith. Derek Jeter. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That is true. So if that. Derek Jeter would, then, you know, you can't blame anybody. No, I'm totally joking. He did go against the bro code. I'm completely against cheating. All right. Uh, another – some of my other favorite <laughs> – I just had to clarify that because sometimes I, sometimes my sarcasm doesn't come off completely. Some of my other favorite shows, Avatar The Last Airbender, the cartoon. That, you ever watched it? That, that's a weird show. No, no that show is awesome. That show is so does not look appealing. It's so good. It's really good. Uh, I also like shows. Parks and Rec a lot. That's a great show. I don't do shows that laugh in the background. That Those that show doesn't me. laugh in the background. Okay, never mind. I guess it could be cool. <laughs> not a Cheers guy, I guess. All right. <laughs> like How I Met Your Mother? Can't do it. Yeah, no, I like How I Met Your Mother, but it's not one of my favorite shows. My wife loves Friends. Mm, kind of annoys me. Yeah, but... I like Friends. Yeah. I want to. I want to be the only person laughing. I don't want to hear other people. <laughs> That's so sad. That's... <laughs> wait, wait. Is it sadder to like be okay and secure in the fact that you're the only person laughing, or would you rather be like fooled into thinking that you're in a room full of people that are also laughing with you? Which one of those no, is more just... sad? <laughs> laughing with the laugh track or laughing on your own? Uh, laughing with the laugh track. 
is more sad. <laughs> there's something about like because there's always like a majority of the moments where the the background people are laughing, I'm not laughing, and I'm like, because you laughed, I'm not going to laugh. Yeah, it's too like forced. I don't enjoy this part. So anyway, the only time that works is if it's a studio audience. Like I just watched Colbert, <laughs> and so I'll laugh like with when they laugh, but sometimes. Okay, well I don't. I I only watch the best, which is Jimmy Fallon, and I do. Oh laugh my at him gosh, more. get out of here. I don't we're oh my gosh you really think he is better than Jamie Fallon yeah oh my god I'm I'm not I'm, I'm not of the understanding this is totally gotten off topic all right guys you've listened to locked on locked on maps this has been a good episode <laughs> I'm not of the under of the the people that think that Jimmy Fallon is completely fake and that you know like all of it's an act and stuff like I like him I enjoy him but I just love Colbert so much Colbert is so smart and just the things that he says and how he puts things together did you see him on election night that no that was like pinnacle like he did a live show on election night and then when they realized that trump was gonna be president just how he brought the whole night together and how he like worded it so good also he's the best at reading a teleprompter there i don't think anybody in the world is better at reading a teleprompter than stephen colbert i I just want to laugh a lot and like when I see Jimmy Fallon, I just instantly like start smiling, even when he's not even doing anything, because I think he's so funny. And I love Higgins. I love like the guy that plays off of him. I love Quest and the Roots. Like they're just yeah, awesome. The, you can't you can't go against the Roots. The, if, if the Roots are on Colbert, it would be that's it. That's the goat. That's the goat. We're guess what? We're two this, que- we're two questions into this Q and A. This is the most random podcast. So like. Mavericks fans wanting basketball, they're gonna hate this pod. We're talking about Dennis Smith Jr. though. Favorite food, crab legs from Dennis Smith Jr. That was his answer. Which immediately made Ooh, me think about Jameis Winston. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they're buddies. No. <laughs> Love crab legs though. Oh my gosh. Seafood, I'm a huge seafood guy. No, there's no part of seafood that I want any part of. Really? Yeah, we're we're no. totally different. Most most of seafood looks like it just came out of the sea. I'm good with like, that. Like, it freaks me out. Like, fish, it looks like it just died. So no sushi lo- for you. They put no, Oh, heck no. They put <laughs> they put a lobster on my plate. It looks like it just died, or it might still be alive. Do you ever do the, like any, do you ever do the lobster thing where it has, like, most of the body with it, and you have to, like, dig it out? No, there is no lobster thing that I do. No matter what, I don't care what you put on it. I'm not touching it. Love lobster, love shrimp. Shrimp is the best, man. I could eat. I could eat so no. much. Ever since I was a little kid, I could eat like you know when they do the cocktail shrimp where they're all lined up in a little row, like ready for you to gun yeah. down. I, I as yeah. a kid would eat the whole thing. I'll gun it down to the trash can. <laughs> well, favorite food then? Mashed potatoes. My wife makes mashed potatoes. My wife made some mean mashed potatoes tonight. They were really good. And steak. I love steak. I love I love steak and I thought I loved steak until I met my wife and we went to Brazil and I had Brazilian steak and then it's a totally game changer. So yeah, I have to say I love steak, but Brazilian steak. That's what I that's Brazilian what I Brazilian like. steak. What's different about a Brazilian steak? Different cuts. They have like flank steak, they have uh picanha, uh they have I don't know. They do. They do a different type of flavoring. They cook it on this big. Um, how am I losing the word? What What do you put the things on there? I I use these to grill with. Skewer? No. Is it a skewer? It's like a like a it's like like a like a big old stick. And you yeah, and, skewer. I guess. <laughs> a big old stick is probably a better way to say it. <laughs> a big old stick you put on the grill. Like that's that's the type. Like of you style. would roast a marshmallow. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they, they like put these big cuts of and it's all about where it comes from the cow and stuff and and they have different types of like i don't know their cows down there and meat and stuff it's so good but yeah favorite food that's me dennis smith said crab legs i just don't if you like crab legs that is that the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of favorite food this is kind of weird yeah because you get the butter man you get that butter going Oof. you gotta no. crack it too Butters. so you gotta you gotta work at it i think any food you have to work at it somehow is better butter's for bread What a bad take. All right. Butter is for everything, man. Butter is to yes, like to dry your tears with when you're really sad. Yeah. All right. Favorite female athlete ever. And Dennis, Dennis Smith Jr. responded with Dominique Wilson, who apparently was, I think, a basketball player for NC State. So I think they're just friends. Favorite female athlete ever. You're going to have to go first on this one. I got to think about this. Yeah, one this one you have to think about. I might, I might actually go Skylar Diggins. Oh, okay, okay. Probably because I've met her. <laughs> yeah. And I've talked to her in person. And I just think that she carries herself, you know, great. And not that any other female athletes don't, but, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I like her game. I think she's really good. Fairly attractive. Very attractive. Yeah, she's very attractive. What if, um, what if that's how we determined? I just realized how sexist that was. How that? What if we determined our favorite male athlete by how attractive they were? Like LeBron, not as good looking as Carmelo. He's not, he's not a handsome guy. Um, so I, I apologize like, uh, to, to our one point six percent females that listen to this podcast that I said that. Which you basically apologize to my wife. Yeah, sorry, Barb. Because she makes up, she makes up our one percent. Um, <laughs> somebody's gonna do the math on that and be like oh my gosh that's how many people listen to this (laughs) yeah i know no it's Um, more than that (laughs) so i'm gonna say i like me a ham um yeah that's good some some of those soccer players i like them um that's a hard one serena williams has got to be up there yeah serena and some of them are cool i feel like i like maya Moore a lot Oh, yeah, Maya Moore, Candace Parker, Lisa Leslie. Yeah, but I like Maya better than them. She's in Jordan. That commercial with Steph Curry and, uh, and Serena Williams, like, I just feel like Serena Williams can outbench Steph Curry. <laughs> so, oh, for and sure. Definitely outsquat him. Man, she <laughs> Oh, yeah. She has a massive thighs. She man. Can, They're like yeah. rock solid. No, you know, I'll take that back. Simone Biles. Okay, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. That's when, yeah, I really like her. She's cool. Yeah, or Katie Ledecky, the swimmer. Yeah, she's a monster. She's crazy good, man. I can't wait. When are the Summer Olympics? Uh, it's what? No, not isn't twenty eighteen, right? When's the? Yeah, no. Or is that World Cups? World Cups next year. Oh, I'm so excited for the World Cup. How long are we gonna go on this podcast? Keep on going. All right, Let's I'll, go. I'll skip some of the St. Lazarus, this is for you. <laughs> We're not going an hour. Uh, okay, this is a funny one. Who in the current NBA do you think your game is most similar to? Now, I'll give you Dennis Smith Jr.'s answer. And then for our answer, let's go with, like, podcaster, writer, like somebody that you try to, you know, not emulate maybe, but some somebody you're super inspired by that you think you either write like or talk like, you know, on the podcast okay. or somebody like that. So I'll, I'll – 
I'll tell you his answer, then I'll give you mine, then you can think about yours. So, Dennis Smith Jr. said that <laughs> he, he, I saw tagged, his answer he tagged Dorian Finney-Smith. <laughs> Tag Dorian Finney-Smith in the in this for which current player do you think your game is most similar to? Uh, which is hilarious on all fronts. And if you don't understand why it's funny, if you're like a new Mavericks fan, Dorian Finney-Smith is a wing. He's a wing player. He's 6'8". He uh, plays really, really good defense. He's long. He's pretty athletic. Uh, and he shoots threes. That's pretty much the entirety of his game. He doesn't really drive. He doesn't really handle he the ball. He tries to shoot threes. Well, if yeah, if you watched any summer league, he did not shoot threes well. He did shoot threes though. He did shoot threes. That's true. <laughs> can't go in. Nice. Dennis Smith Jr. is like an explosive athlete that's a really good ball handler and can jump out of the gym and just completely. They're completely different players. <laughs> yeah, completely that's true. different. And uh, so okay, so for me, who do I think my game? So I guess my you know broadcast <laughs> game is such a bad way to put it, but my the way. I try to write and the way I try to podcast. Uh, Bill Simmons, I always try to model, you know, what I do after him. Just been listening to him forever. I listened to the first ever Bill Simmons podcast when it was the BS Report. Uh, yeah. It was Mark Stein. And I remember telling Mark Stein, I was like, Mark Stein, I listened to the first ever, you know, Bill Simmons podcast when you were on. He was the guest. Uh, and he was like, oh, cool. And he walked away. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, oh, cool. So yeah, oh, I just I, I like the way he brings a lot of different stuff into it, and he can talk about anything. Like, ah, sometimes you just listen. I listen to the dumb podcast too. Like I listen to everything, even the dumb ones about the real world. He does the, the stupid podcasts that are about the real world, uh, like road rules, and I'm, yeah. I still listen for some reason. I don't listen to the dumb ones, but because he'll like I, he'll compare somebody to an NBA player, and I'll be like, oh okay, I get it now. It makes sense, <laughs> right? Uh, I do. So I think, I don't know. I try to do a combination. I do like Bill Simmons. I do like, I do feel like I have a, a some bit of Bill Simmons. Like I'll give a hot take or I'll, I'll just speak whatever's on my mind. I don't give a crap. The trades Bill too. Does. You're in the, you're in on the trades. Oh too, yeah. So I'm obsessed with trade stuff. So like, oh yeah, all of his hypothetical, like all the stuff trades. Yeah. Me and him could talk all day with that. Um, but I do like, I like Mark Spears also. Um, yeah. Mark Spears, Mark Spears, and Lee Jenkins. I tried to do that with my writing side, side some, because so there's like two sides of my writing. Well, actually, there's like three sides of my writing stuff. There's you're like, allowed. You're hyper- allowed to talk about this for another two minutes because people are gonna be okay. <laughs> there's like there's hypothetical stuff that people do, especially this time of year, and it's just you know fun stuff to write about or whatever. And then there's like game stuff, analyzing breakdown of game and who's doing well and all this stuff. But then my favorite part of writing is telling stories. And that's where I've said like my Black History Month pieces. I did three of those in February this past year. I love telling stories outside of basketball that can yeah. have an impact and change people's lives. So that yeah. so like writing for like the undefeated, like that would be so cool. Yeah, and see where I would my dream job would be to write for the ringer. So Jonathan Charks, if you're out there, help a brother out. Charks. <laughs> what are we gonna go? Forty, forty five minutes? Sure. Um, let's see. The next one was oh, oh, somebody asked him, "Are you hip to Naruto? Do you know what that is?" Are you say repeat that again? Are you hip to Naruto? Hip to Naruto. Does he believe in hypnotism? <laughs> Do you know what Naruto is? Am, is this a Dragon Ball Z pe- person? <laughs> 
show. It's an anime TV show. Oh, same thing. No. I've never watched it. I, I know what it is. Uh, but Dennis Smith Jr. answered, yes, sir. Seen every episode, too. Which wow. I thought was kind of interesting. Dragon Ball Z, Naruto. Can picture this. Away game. Flight back. He's watching Dragon Ball Z or anime, and Dirk walks by. He'd call him a burger. He would grab the phone, tablet, whatever he was look, he was watching it on. He would make fun of his cartoons for the next ever. <laughs> <laughs> or better yet, Wes Matthews sees it. No, because Wes would just roll his eyes. Probably. He wouldn't spend the time. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so no, I'm not hip to Naruto. I know what it is, and you are definitely not hip to Naruto. All right, the next one no. came from the Texas Rangers, and they said, "This Uh-oh. is this is an interesting one, and this will bring up some Mavericks conversation." When you coming out to Arlington to watch the at Swish's at Swish Forty One's Goat Twin play some baseball? Now, really clunky way to say that. First of all, <laughs> not really what? sure where the Rangers social media person was going with this. So, but the idea of the tweet is, and with it, they put a gif of, uh, of Adrian Beltre. Yeah. And so they said, when are you coming out to Arlington, which is where the Rangers play, to watch Dirk's, like, greatest of all time twin? So they put, like, the goat emoji. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, like, that they're basically putting Adrian Beltre on the same playing field and the same level as Dirk, which, yes, Adrian Beltre is, you know, Super awesome, three thousand mm-hmm. hits. You know, like really, really good. Um, went, to, you know, the two World Series, but he are yeah. I think he went to both World Series again. Rangers knowledge oh, that is this Rangers knowledge that's coming out. <laughs> but uh, Skin Wade and I talked about the Rangers thing a little bit because he, him and him and uh, Ben did basically sandwich, you know, between sandwich like around the 2011 NBA Finals was the 2010 MLB World Series and the 2011 World Series. So he said from like for an entire year they were just doing all these championships. They're going on the road to playoffs all the like they ESPN put them on the road and went to every road Dang. game for each each one, the Rangers and for the, the Mavericks because they found value in that. So he was like, "Man, that whole year is a blur to me." <laughs> I bet. Which is crazy. But uh okay, I don't think Adrian Beltre is on the same level is Dirk because of the championship and yes you could say you know if Nelson Cruz makes that play then Adrian Beltre would be up there but he's not is your wife building you a new like trophy case for your Lakers jerseys I think she's she's cutting she's cutting like carrots or something I don't know that is a a super cool cutting board (laughs) uh no I like Adrian Beltre, and I joke about my baseball knowledge. I actually know some, but it's not. I don't like to talk about it some, but it's not Dirk's. No, Dirk's at a higher level in basketball than Beltre is in baseball. I think so too. So, but when are you coming out to see some baseball? You get, have you ever gone to a Rangers game this year? Nope, never have been in my entire life. Never in your whole life. I've been to more Rangers yeah. games than you have. Yep, congratulations. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, the next question. Uh, and Dennis Smith Jr.'s answer to that was, whenever y'all have me out there, we need to make yeah, it happen he, soon, though. Why hasn't he threw, threw out a first pitch yet? I know. It feels like something that needs to have who else have they, Who else have they gotten to throw a pitch out for 20 people? <laughs> that sounds like a fan-sided article right there. <laughs> uh, the next question was, don't, Zaxby's... Don't, don't, don't talk, Deadspin. 
The next one was Zaxby's. Slave. Zaxby's. I'm exploited. Excuse me. It's it's exploited. Thank you. Exploited. Zaxby's or Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I had Chick-fil-A today. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr.'s answer was both great. Zaxby's. Ooh. Interesting. I like them both, but I like I just Chick Fil A is like the go to of everything. The next one, it's another, it's two two more uh, fast food places: Bojangles or Canes. I've never been to Bojangles. Really? So I don't even know what's there. I love Canes. Canes is like. I do uh, like Canes. Their chicken tenders are a little greasy for me, but I do like Canes. I like the Texas toast. Oh, the Texas toast, and the sauce, man. The sauce is so good. Oh yeah, yeah. That ain't bad. And why don't more fast food places do crinkle fries? Crinkle fries are so yeah. much better than any other fries. That's so true. I have no idea why. Couldn't tell you. Love crinkle. Love waffle. Crinkle and waffle. That's the only ways fries should come. Amen, brother. If you're giving me a straight fry, I will eat it because I love French fries. But I will not love it as much as I love a crinkle fry and a waffle fry. All right, let's do two more. Marvel or DC? And Dennis with Jr.'s answer was Marvel. Oh, yeah. Marvel for me, for sure. Too easy, especially right now. I mean, if you're just going straight comics, then, you know, you can see there can be some discrepancy. But holy cow. Like, the things that Marvel is doing right now are insane. I will say Justice League looks pretty cool in a new movie. Yeah, I'm, um, in, I'm in on Aquaman. He looks awesome. Yeah, which is Khal Drago from Game of Thrones. But... Two, I grew up diehard X-Men fan. So oh, okay. I'm X-Men, which I know obviously is Marvel, but like X-Men was like my thing. That 90s cartoon X-Men, like I have DVDs right now of the seasons. <laughs> I love that show, and I'm just obsessed with X-Men. So Avery and I have watched every Marvel movie pretty much. Oh, wow. And, and all of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we're, get, we're going through Iron Fist right now. And... This is probably the only time I'm going to be able to rant about Iron Fist on a Locked On Mavericks podcast, so I'm going to take advantage of it. This I don't even know what this is. Okay, so Marvel has been doing all these different roads where they're making all these different shows, right? So they do the movies, right? They do, like, the Avengers movies. They do, like, the Iron Man movies. They do TV with, like, like actual terrestrial TV, so, like, over broadcast on ABC. They do Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They did a show, like, a really quick show called uh, Slingshot or Quick Shot or something. I didn't watch that. And uh, now they're they're coming out with a new show called Inhumans, and uh, which hmm. are which are like the X Men, like mutants, but they just became mutants a different way. And uh, and then they also do Netflix shows. So they did Daredevil, they did Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, which is awesome. All three of those were incredible. Yeah. And then the fourth one in that group, the Netflix group, which are making up this group called Defenders, which is coming out uh, August eighteenth. So maybe by the time you guys are listening to this, it's out, but. So the, this foursome is Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and <laughs> and uh, Iron Fist. And the Iron Fist show is awful. It's so bad. Well, why are you going through it? Because it's part of it. It's all connected. That's the problem with this stupid MCU is that everything's connected. And you want to see how it's connected because it makes it so much more awesome. When Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. crossed over with Winter Soldier, it was one of the best like cinematic moments of my life. <laughs> huh. Because I it's just it's just so cool. It's so cool how it, how it transfers over, and then you see different clips. That, you know, they're the same, whatever. That sounds super yeah. nerdy, but yeah, Iron Fist is so bad. It just the char- I don't believe in any of the characters. I want there's the group. The group that's the bad guys is the Hand, which is like this ninja group 
and I want them to win. <laughs> I want no want one to. Co- I want no one to come out alive that should come out alive in this show. I'm out <laughs> on everybody. I just don't want any. Ugh. All right, the last question that I'll ask that was asked to, and we're doing the the Dennis Smith Jr. Q and A that he did on Twitter today. The hardest sport you've ever tried, and Dennis Smith Jr.'s answer was golf. Oh. All right, golf does not come easy to me at all. <laughs> I, will, I will put golf up there. We go to Top Golf, and it takes me probably five swings to hit the ball. So I'm just gonna be honest there. <laughs> Here's my thing with golf: I lo- I can tee off, like I can tee off perfectly fine. Like okay. that's my cup of tea. Putting and chipping, I love. It's that mid range thing. It's the mm. it's the three wood. The like. So you're like a, you're like a Daryl Morey golfer. Yeah, well, I'm just going <laughs> to swing for the fences and then right. just hope I can you, get to the green. You can do the long ones and you can do the short ones, but you're not going to do mid-range. No mid-range shots, no long twos. Exactly. <laughs> Daryl Morey golfer. The hardest sport but, that I've ever tried, though, is not golf. Uh-oh. What is it? Water polo. Holy cow. That sport is difficult. because Is that, is that where you're like trying to stay afloat? Yeah. Do they not have water polo in Texas? Is that not a thing that people do? Uh, heck if I know. <laughs> Did you have it in your high school? Heck no. We didn't even have a pool. <laughs> well, you went to high school in Kentucky, didn't you? Yeah, we had a horse racing. <laughs> no, I'm uh, just kidding. So we had a water polo team. And, uh, yeah, you have to stay afloat. The, the pool is like 64 feet deep or something stupid. It's like super deep. Like you can't touch the bottom. It's impossible. And so you're you know treading water the whole time, which is fine if you're just floating. But if you're trying to actively do something, it's so hard and so difficult. And then they can't really police anything that happens under the water. So dudes are, like, getting kicked and getting scratched and getting pulled down and just all this stuff while you're trying to go after this ball and score like soccer. I would think I was going to drown. Yeah. No, yeah. People do. (laughs) People do. Not at my school. So, yeah. Water Um, water polo. Hardest sport. So hard. Mine's more of a common sport, but man, soccer amazes me. Really? And, you know, so before before I met my wife, I used to be like I would make fun of soccer all the time, say it's the most boring thing ever, and all this stuff. But did over you the past, say grass like, fairies. What did you ever say? Grass fairies? <laughs> no, <laughs> but no, but like for like five to seven years, like or the past like five to seven years. Now, just like I really like it, I I love it. When USA plays, I watch it almost every time. Die hard with the World Cup, love all that. My wife loves soccer too. Obviously, she grew up watching soccer. But I've tried. So in return, I've tried to play soccer a few different times, like actually like on a team or something. Not my thing. Not only can I not dribble the ball, like <laughs> kicking it and trying to do a move. Yeah. Nope. But when people like people are kicking it as hard as they can straight at you. Like, I just caught the ball. Like, I'm not going to let it hit me in the face. And they're like, no, oh, bro, you can't touch it. And it's just like, it's so much mental stuff with that. But, yeah, soccer was super difficult for me. There you go. All right, those are some of our answers to the Dennis Smith Jr. Quitter, Twitter, Twitter Q&A that he did today. Uh, Mavs.com and, and Moneyball will have one of these tomorrow where we go through some of the questions and talk about them. So go to Moneyball, check out some of the, the Q&A that he did. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week for our, our Dirk Pod. We have Game Pod tomorrow, so check check back in for Game Pod. It's been fun. Got some good games we're playing there. And then the finals week, it's upon us. It's coming. 
We're so excited. Go to iTunes, leave a comment uh, in the review telling us your favorite finals moment of 2011. We will read all of them on the podcast when we, when we get to it. And uh, yeah, guys, we really appreciate it. Looking forward to it. Can't wait for next week. Nick's got some great conversations with some guests coming. So make sure you follow along. We're going to have a cool kind of throwback take us back in time to 2011 next week so it's gonna be awesome and let us know tweet at us let us know if you're like looking forward to it too so maybe we can see some people that we know we can reach out to for i don't know questions or something yeah let us know all right guys appreciate it keep subscribing keep reviewing leave us those reviews in itunes peace out boom